The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Key Marine Center. You're going to need a bigger boat. That's right. It can buy you a boat, and you are listening to Boat Smart today. In case you're in the market, this is a great opportunity for you maybe to call or text us at 850-437-1620. That's the phone number here at the station, and uh, more than happy to take your calls today. Boat Smart, sponsored by Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Key Marine, located at 5621 Bay Road here in Pensacola. The phone number, 850-492-0400. Eight seven keymarinecenter.com is the website they have all of their uh motors on the on the uh, website the yamaha are listed on there their uh mercury suzuki motors that they have in stock are all listed there so you can check them out on their website at keymarinecenter.com keymarine center is your yamaha mercury and suzuki repair center special discounting prices on all yamaha mercury and suzuki motors they also have suzuki oil in stock i want to continue to say that apparently that stuff is hard to get so they do have it in stock as well you can also check them out on facebook they have a facebook page and you can check them out on there uh, I am the marine instructor over at Georgestone Technical College. Georgestone located at 2400 Longleaf Drive here in Pensacola. You can check them out at georgestonecollege.edu. They have a great chat feature on there, and you can get a hold of anybody at Georgestone through that chat feature. That is probably the best way to get a message to Georgestone and uh, to get a hold of anybody from for me to the any of uh, the instructors, financial aid, the counselors, the principal, if you have to, or whatever, you can go there and get a hold of them and uh, talk to them at Georgetown. Most hey, I'm not afraid for you to talk to the principal, so just mm. talk to the principal. I had, to, I had to talk to the principal a lot when I was in yeah, school. He a, really liked me. I know. If I ever have a student say, I, I say, you want to talk to the principal? Go talk to the principal. I don't ever worry about that because yeah. we always try to do the right thing, right? Well, I so, bet when they walk in, they go, well, what has Stefan done now? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I know when they show up in my class and all three of them are come down to my classroom, I've really done something wrong. So, you know. <laughs> It hadn't happened for a while, so I think I'm doing pretty good over there right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, one thing about me, I just continue to do what I do. I try to do what's right, and I try to teach the students the best I can with what I have. And and we're just having a great time over there. We had a rough start this week. Tuesday, the weather was like crazy, and mm-hmm. we did not have school. Right. And I was getting text messages and phone calls and emails. Do we have school? Do we have school? And and my students didn't like that. They wanted to be in there. And uh, I wanted to be in there as well because, you know, on Monday, we're off again. And now we're trying to get back in the groove. It's kind of, you know, it's just like, let's uh, take the Monday off and then get back at it because we're not going to have a break for a long time after. I think it's going to be way into March before we have a real break. And that'll be uh, the uh, spring break at that point. So we'll talk about that when we get to it. So we have an exciting week this week. I had a half a student start. Well, and. <laughs> Hold on. Yep. Had a half a student start on uh, Monday, 
and he got a break on Tuesday, and he's back again. So did they also vote in the last election? <laughs> yeah, uh, I tell you, he's he was a part time student, so I call oh, him okay. half a student. Okay, and I'm working on him to get him full time. Uh, he's already had a full week in the class of a or a half a week in the class, mm. and he's really enjoying it. And I'm probably he's probably gonna go full time because he's he sees what my students that are in there full time already. He sees how they can actually, uh, you know. Uh, do better at full-time versus part-time and he's probably going to go full-time and uh, we're going to work that out jeff kilgore stopped by yesterday and jeff kilgore is our mercury rep uh he came by yesterday and brought me some goodies brought me some service manuals from mercury marine and and some hats which i was sporting a mercury hat today he brought me a hat and uh several hats to give away for my giveaways at the school and i just love it when jeff comes by because he loves to get engaged with my students as far as working in the shop. He sends me a text and he says, hey, do you mind if I stop by? I'm like, shoot, no, you just stop by anytime you want to. Right. And he gets out there and we, we're happening to do a dyno run on a Mercury engine while we're there. That's where we can run up an engine at wide open throttle, mm. check all the, the, the perimeters on the engine, the timing and everything. And uh, my students had just completed the repair. And that, that when we started class, I told my students, I said, let's run this up on the dyno to verify what we have just to make sure we're good and we were putting it on dyno and i told jeff i said we're fixing to do a dyno run on this mercury i think it's a 75 horse merc an older motor two stroke love running those two strokes on the dyno they make so much good noise for us and jeff was like yeah let's make some noise today mm -hmm. and he's out there with my students shooting timing on the motor teaching them you know nice. how how exciting is that to have the mercury rep come into the school and work that closely with my students mm -hmm. I, I told my students like, i don't think there's any other school in the country doing that no. you know that's the relationships we have with our mercury and yamaha reps and our dealerships around town they'll come in and work with my students and help them and give them some extra learning experience and my students love it when that happens yeah. so yeah so we just had a great time with jeff coming by and uh we're gonna have him on the show in a few weeks as well so if you have any mercury questions he's the guy to go to and uh we're going to talk about that so we're watching the weather come in i think uh it's going to be down in the teens Oof. tuesday or wednesday am i right I, I think so i heard upper 20s but now i'm hearing it could go way lower than that yeah so, so i'm looking i'm thinking about the weather and uh so i started thinking about winterization on your boat you know and when i when we're talking about winterization what is winterization it's a way there's it's a couple things you can add to winterization it's one way is winterization could be considered how do you store your boat for the winter time and keep it protected and, and from freezing from the fuels that you have in it and all these things so winterization can go from a simple draining of a block to a major uh winterizing the whole entire boat making the water systems are good that the boat gets covered with the uh heat heat shrink and all this stuff you know shrink wrap and i'm just going to touch on because i know i'm not going to have enough time to go over a complete winterization but here's what i'm going to tell you as a customer you need that owns a boat or a boat owner, you need to start looking at the weather because we're fixing to have a couple of days of hard freeze. And you could very easily lose an engine block or systems on the boat if you do not protect those systems. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're thinking about the cold weather today and you, you're thinking, that, okay, maybe I have a question about that and I may hopefully I'll cover everything, but you can give us a call, 850-437-1620. You can also text us any questions you may have on how should I protect my boat, okay, for mm -hmm. the winter time? Well, 
we went around our lot last night and I made sure that all the students, this is at school, make sure that all the students had the, the outboards and stern drives in a down position. We actually moved all our stern drive stuff inside. The outboards, you don't worry so much on winterization issue unless uh, you, you have the engine trimmed in an up position. So typically what happens before we get into a hard freeze, the weather changes, right, of course, and we get rain. So the, the very first thing in the forecast is rain, okay? A lot of times that happens up north. You get rain, and then you get snow, then it gets, you know, gets colder and colder, and you end up with a freeze. Well, if you have your motor in a trimmed-up position where rain can actually get into your exhaust cavity of your gear case, it fills up with water. And then as the night falls and it starts getting colder and starting to where it starts to freeze, that little bullet area can actually freeze and bust that housing. So what we did last night, and I'm rec making this recommendation to you when you have your boat sitting outside and we're having this freeze coming up, you need to trim that motor all the way into the down position to allow that water to, if there's water in there, to drain out, but also not allow water to, uh, you know, get in that area during rain. So you want it all the way in a down position to uh, drain that water. And that's really on an outboard as far as we're talking about winterizing to save it from freeze damage. Okay. So that would really protect an outboard from that. We're not talking about a full winterization, so that kind of thing. I, if I dig into that, we're going to be on here for two hours, okay? Right, right. So when you think about your boat sitting out here in Pensacola, Florida, you have to think about, okay, is my boat out in the elements? Uh, how is it protected? That kind of thing. If you're in a high drive, in other words, you're down at uh, one of the marinas that have inside storage, you're probably going to be fine through these little snaps that we have. Where you are not fine is where it's sitting in your yard, right, or outside at those storage facilities where the, the hard freeze can actually get to it. It only takes 24 hours or so for an engine block to freeze and crack. Mm. And once an engine block cracks, there's really no fixing that, okay? So we're talking about stern drives and uh, inboard engines, okay, in particular. Like I said, the outboard, you trim it down, you're probably good to go for a hard freeze. So – Let's talk a little bit about the inboard or stern drive winterization or just protecting it from this freeze that we have coming up. The very first thing I would do is if I wasn't familiar with how to fit, how to make sure I protect these engines for that, I would definitely call Key Marine and say, hey, I need my engine protected from freeze, okay, and let them handle that for you. That's the very first thing. If you're not 100% sure, you probably should have somebody that knows what they're doing to make sure that it's protected. Uh, I gave my buddy Joe King at Angler Marine up north up. He's up in the Scottsboro area at Angler Marine. I gave him a, sh a call this morning and said, hey, uh, actually a text. I said, give me some tips on winterization because they deal with it all the time because they really have hard freezes up there, and they mm -hmm. last for weeks, right? Right. And he, we, I was asking him about insurance companies and how insurance works on a, hard, on a freeze. And generally, they will not cover a freeze, freeze damage. I've had insurance companies in the past cover things that I would never believe that they would cover. Like if a person doesn't put their uh, plug in their boat and they sink their boat, a lot of times insurance companies will pay for that. So I kind of like, okay, they will pay for a, a customer that does something that's not very smart, <laughs> you know, not putting their plug in their boat. But generally they will not cover a situation where the boat 
is sitting out in the cold weather and it freezes and it has block damage. So I would highly recommend having somebody that knows what they're doing look at your boat, okay? So when you get freeze damage on an inboard or stern drive, one of the very first things that you typically will see is a cracked manifold. And freeze damage is very easy to figure out, okay? When I have a, a cracked engine block, it's going to be a horizontal crack, whether it's on the block or whether it's on the, the uh, manifolds themselves. You can pretty much tell that's freeze damage. It's going to be in a horizontal. It's not going to be a up and down uh, vertical crack or anything. It's going to be horizontal where the water was sitting in there, right? Right. Think about this. When, when that water starts to freeze, it really expands. It's amazing to me that that much pressure is built up in these engines, that it can actually damage you know, cast steel hmm. and bust it open. It's amazing. Wow. So it doesn't take long for that to happen in these scenarios. So the very first thing that we typically see is water leaking out of the manifolds on these inboards and stern drives. So when you see that, you have to kind of decide – Call the customer. Hey, or that, that's the, that's usually the complaint. Springtime, crank my motor up. I got water in my bilge and it's blowing everywhere. Right, so you have to say, okay, wow. Now we have a busted manifold, and we possibly have a cracked block as well. Because typically, when a manifold goes, the block goes. Well, a lot of times that cracked block can be an internal crack, and you may not even see it. So you you having these repairs done on your boat, it's really a lose-lose situation because the very first thing that you might have to do is put manifolds on to get the motor running and you have the expensive manifolds now you got your manifolds on the engine trying to repair the cracked manifolds and the next thing you know your engine's starting to make oil you start to see a oil water mix mm. in your dipstick or something like that and that indicates a crack in the block itself okay there's no way to fix that People try. They get in there with JB Weld, and they, they, they go in and they grind it, and they do all mm -hmm. these things to try to fix these external cracks, and it never works. Flex seal. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's flex, not a, it's flex not a, tape and flex seal don't work. I've never <laughs> seen it work on these engines. It, it's a fix to a point where, but eventually it's going to continue to leak. Mm -hmm. You know, water leaking in the boat is bad. Is bad. So, yeah, you know? definitely. Yep. That's usually the first sign of trouble when yep. you're in a boat is, oh, there's water in here. In here. Uh, right. Yeah. We do have a, a text question here. Thank you for texting in. 437-1620. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Somebody just texted in, uh, we keep our motor trimmed down always, but is it a good idea to cover the motor with a motor cover? Well, you know, the motor cover isn't really going to protect you from freezing, mm. Okay. It does protect you from UV rays, sun stuff. So a motor cover is not a bad idea, but make sure you take the motor cover off while you're running your engine. Mm. Uh, some, a lot of motor covers aren't designed to stay on the engine, right? You know, over the cowling. And he's probably talking more likely talking about a outboard. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the motor cover uh, won't helps with UV rays and damaging from sun. But so it's not going to help with freezing. But you need to take it off of there also because not all there's some motor covers that will run while they're on the engine mm -hmm. on the on the cowling but a lot of them are not because they won't allow air will not allow air into the engine mm. and a motor cover that won't do that you're gonna have a lot of problems right um real quick story i had a student that was shadowing at a dealership and the technician was out at this dealership he was shadowing there and the technician was out there running an engine with motor covers on it 
and it happened to have a set of Yamaha, twin Yamahas on the back of it. And my student says to him, hey, you think we need to take the motor covers off? And uh, the guy says, no, nah, no, nah, we're good to go. And when they throttled the boat up, mm. the suction from that engine was so much that it literally sucked those motor covers in and cracked the cowlings oh my God. on the motor. Wow. I, I was like, wow. First of all, it was awesome that my student realized that, right? right He's in yeah. my class, right? Yeah. It's awesome that he realized that. But it's bad that the technician on that boat, I didn't train that guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We don't know who that guy yeah, is. Yeah, let's throw that out there. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you where it was at. <laughs> but, you know, it cracked the cowling. Both cowlings, both engines. Wow. They heard a large pop. Oh, I bet. Right? They appreciate the motor cover uh, call. So, yeah, yeah, it will not protect it from uh, freezing, but it will protect it from messing up your paint. Right. You know? Yep. So when you get these this damage, it, uh, it it's not going to be covered under insurance. Mm -hmm. It's going to require a total engine block change uh, or manifolds or what have you, and it's going to be catastrophic. So I would recommend taking it to somebody who knows how to deal with it, okay? Yep. Now, Key Marine. if it sneaks up on you, okay, there's ways that you can protect the engine in simple ways, okay? But this is not surefire way to make sure it happens because a lot of times when we have cold weather we have and bad weather we have electrical outages right right so it's not a surefire way but a simple light bulb in one of those pie pan looking here i am I'm, and jake's looking at me i'm throwing i'm throwing my hands around here trying to describe something so y'all right. can see it <laughs> so you don't, close your eyes and that way you can visualize unless you're driving don't do that right okay so it's a pie pan thing and you can put a low wattage light bulb in there and actually put that in your engine compartment and that low wattage light bulb will keep it above freezing hmm. and keep it on a, on a short period of time you know overnight or something where you think you're gonna have a hard freeze that may be a good way for you to get around this hmm. eh, if you're using your boat in the winter time like i like to do you know you may not want to do a full winterization you may not want to uh, drain the block right so that may be a fix they also make bilge heaters which are safe for the build area i'm not saying that the light bulb is a complete safe mechanism to put in there right mm -hmm. if you got if you have fuel you know or whatever vapors in there that may not be the greatest idea for you so you need to be very careful about that i'm not saying do that i'm saying that is a quick way of making sure my motor don't freeze right right and you can put these bilge heaters in there which are designed to go into the bilge area and into the boat to keep the whole boat the entire boat warm during freeze mm. that's something that my buddy joe king does up in up in scottsboro at angler marine they do that with these boats that are in his area and that are in the water and they put bilge heaters in them mm. and they range in price anywhere from 150 to 450 dollars for a bilge heater depending on the size and, and the wattage of it but that is a safe mechanism to keep that engine compartment warm mm. so that's a good idea yep. to use a bilge heater for that so another thing that i want to talk about a little bit is this is a when i talked to a lot of mechanics and especially people that's worked on engines a little bit and they don't know a lot on these engines they you ever heard of a freeze plug you ever heard that if you're from up north you've heard the term freeze plug on a motor i have not okay so a lot of times people think that the en engine blocks have brass or stainless steel plugs or a steel plug in the side of the block even manifolds have them sometimes mm -hmm. okay people call them freeze plugs the reason they call them freeze plugs they're probably an inch and a half or so in diameter and they're driven into the block the side of the block 
And if the engine freezes, and if you're lucky enough, you have to be very lucky. I mean, you've got, you got you might as well play the lottery, mm-hmm. stand out in the middle of the lightning because you're not going to get struck kind of lucky, you know what I mean? That plug will push its way out when the engine freezes. Hmm. And hopefully not allow the expansion inside the block. But literally, that's a casting plug, not a freeze plug. Hmm. So they use these holes in the side of the block to, to fill these engines the blocks when they're building them full of foam so when they cast this this engine this is how they they get the casting sand and thing or foam that they put in these engines there are different methods of doing this mm-hmm. they're able to wash that out of the block after they cast the motor and then they punch a, a what they call a casting plug into the side of the block and these casting plug plugs are something that people think wow that's how my engine's protected from freezing and that's not the case like I said, you have to be a very lucky person for that thing to pop out of there and uh, the engine not freeze, mm. okay? So don't think that you have a, uh issue with uh, or a casting plug or a freeze plug as such is going to save you from freezing. It is. It may or may not. 99% of the time, it's going to actually bust the block, mm. you know? Right. How do you know if your engine had freeze damage? Well, like I said, you're going to have external leakage possibly, you're also going to have a uh, possibly water entering the block, and you may not even have external freeze damage at that point. You may have internal freeze damage where it actually broke inside the engine, and now you have water mixing with your crankcase oil, your engine oil, and now you have an elevated oil level in your engine. You pull your dipstick out, and you notice a like a milkshake kind of scenario on your dipstick. Or worst-case scenario, you got water pumping out of your dip, you know, oil pumping out of your dipstick, that's an indicator mm-hmm. that you uh, may may have frozen your block. Right. Okay. So there. So again, as we get into this cold weather, look at your boat, think about what you got to do to protect it, and make sure that you don't have an issue with it. You may call your insurance company, and I think it's kind of funny for me that hey, I'm gonna call my insurance company and see if I need if it's covered under freeze. Right. Right. I need a new engine. <laughs> yeah. So what am I going to do? I'll leave my boat out if they cover it, and I'm going to let my engine freeze and get me a new engine. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, that's you know? insurance fraud. Right. That's insurance fraud. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they frown so, on that a little right, bit. Right, right. So I'm not saying that. But, yeah. it, it, you know, it, 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 I think they'd probably hey, make note of hey, you yeah. know, that Schmidt called me and asked me about <laughs> freeze damage, and a week later he says he's got a frozen motor. Yeah. That might send him some red flag, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, so, you know uh, – just get out there and look everything over. Don't forget your boat when it gets the freezing like this and uh, try to make sure you don't have freeze. I don't want to see anybody have that kind of situation. Right. You know? yeah. Now, one more question. If I take it to a dealership, Key Marine or anybody else like that, and I actually have them winterize my boat, are they in any way liable if the engine freezes? And my answer to you is going to be no. Unless possibly, if you if they if you elect to keep it on the property where nobody can run the engine, so let's say I'm a dealership, you bring your boat to me, mm-hmm. I winterize it, I drain the block, I do everything that needs to be done, I get all every, all the water drained, you take it home, right? Mm-hmm. You bring it back to me six months from now, or three months or whatever, and the engine block, and you say you winterize my engine, right? I don't know if you went down to the boat ramp and put the boat in water, right? So chances are that you're not going to cover that. And I don't think anybody really can say, okay, 100% for sure we can cover that. It's a – because you don't ever know if there's pockets of water in, in, in blocks. You're not necessarily going to drain everything out of them. 
So it's not a guarantee. Right. I would say it's a 99.9% guarantee that it's not going to break, you know, but unless you take it home with you in that situation. Right. I hope hmm. this is good information. Yeah, because the cold weather is coming. It is coming, and, yeah. and you need Gotta to pay attention to that. And we can touch more on winterizations as we go and that, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. I think me- next week I want to talk about boat tunes. What do you, what music do you listen to on your boat? Oh, man, that's a good, yeah, yeah. That's a good topic. We might talk about that next yeah. week as we get back in here. Our sponsor, Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Key Marine located at 5621 Bower Road in Pensacola, 850-492-0487 is their phone number. Is that right? Nope. Yeah, that was their number. And give them a call. Yep. And uh, they are more than happy to help you out on any kind of winterization or repairs or repower. Yeah. Key Thanks Marine, for listening today. KeyMarineCenter.com. You can check out this podcast and all of our podcasts at NewsRadio923.com or, or uh, check us out on the app. Uh, thank you so much for being here today, Stefan. Uh, always Boat Smart is such a cool show. 